Alright, I have one. Hello, friends. Uh, really glad that Donnie can edit the recording here in case I f*** uh, this intro. Uh, bringing you another Dota 2 video on behalf of Dota Alchemy with, of course, Donnie, where we're going to be taking a look at the matchmaking update for the next ranked season, which just came out. And uh, Donnie actually wouldn't allow me to read this update before making this video, so and he didn't read it either. So these are our uh, genuine I, first I, impressions. I read it. So I'm gonna oh, read, right. I'm okay, gonna so read it so to you now, and you get to react to it. How about that? Okay. All right. It's a, this is a reaction video then. I'm I'm reacting. Let's go. Yeah. So new ranked season. The new ranked season is here. Today's blog will go over the changes we are doing, as well as areas we are still thinking about. The changes in this update will be rolled out gradually over the next few days as we iron out bugs. The calibration, the calibration part of the new season will begin this Thursday, Jenkins. What do you think about that? What do I think about that? I think we're going to have to make a lot of videos on uh, how to calibrate for the next season. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that I have my hero tiers ready. I'm glad that I, I feel uh, prepared for pubs. And I would urge people in the next few days to definitely uh, make a, a hero tier list. And when it comes to calibration, really stick, stick to, to the, that. <laughs> stick to the top of the top, the creme de la creme of your heroes. And, and, and Practice them now, so for when, when calibration comes, you can you can play them and, and get some uh, plus seventy fives or whatever the ridiculous amount of MMR gain is. Yep. All right. So role symmetry is the first tab here that we're going to look at the first section. One big observation that we had since the previous update was that matches with misaligned roles had a meaningful impact on game quality. An example of this is when the mid player for one team has the highest rank on their team and the mid player on the other yes. team has the lowest rank. Oh, it's so fucking annoying, man. Being an offlaner who's like rank 100 and something, and then there's a rank 100 mid against a divine 5 mid, and he just shit stomps my divine 5. And I'm sitting here as Axe, it's like, don't worry, guys. I'll call him in a team fight. 3,000 HP on the broodmother mid who has a satanic at 15 minutes. And, and we can't do anything. No matter what items I have, my hero doesn't fit in that role where I can snowball as hard. And maybe that's excuses, you know. Prior to this, maybe it was excuses, but apparently it's confirmed from Valve that this was statistically, you know, there were issues with, with the misaligned roles. And I imagine they mean more so support in, in core roles, but I definitely felt it from an offlane perspective. Like if the rank 100s not carry against me and it's just in another lane in a core role, then I can't stop their game from being good. And they're going to have a better game than me because I'm an offlaner and my hero builds tanky aura items and doesn't really snowball like that. You know, it's, 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 it's a different thing. So this is good, fixing this. Yeah, so anyway, they said that this tended to cause games to be really volatile and not enjoyable. I think we can all agree on that. In the past, we used to, pri we used to prioritize rank spread between the two teams as one of the main criteria for the matchmaker to judge success. However, as part of this update, we are changing its priorities. It will now put Sweet. a big emphasis on making sure that the roles are more symmetric rather than other criteria. This will also be something that we will continue to tweak and iterate on over the coming weeks to make sure that the algorithm search structure is correctly tuned and optimized for this. Can I just say only, shout only out to Valve for all of this communication, by the way, on how they're yeah, thinking this about good. this stuff. This is great. My only concern with this is that like there's already a lot of criteria in there for, for searching for games, which is causing these like ridiculously long uh, queue times for anybody that's not like a position five support, I guess at like the 
the the higher levels like immortal immortal plus i imagine even like divine games the later in the night you go you probably are having issues finding games as a core mm -hmm. so i'm just I, the only worry here is that you're gonna have to not only be queuing when there's a lot of other like divine or immortal players queuing but when there's divine or mortal players in your particular role that are queuing which is you know making making the algorithm probably a lot a lot slower than it than it currently is which is already pretty slow but then again that, apparently that only affects at the highest possible level so it's not the it's not the biggest of deals yeah i do think that we may see a bit more of those games where it's like you've got rank 100 mid rank 100 mid and then you've got like a divine ancient. seven support or even perhaps like as low as ancient seven support i think that's the big thing is like if you do find yourself in these games where it seems like it's wildly unbalanced because there's like a big spread remember that these roles are now supposed to be symmetrical so as long as you outplay your counterpart there's a very good chance that you're going to positively impact the game and and just like learn from those games like listen to the people that are several thousand mmr higher than you if you find yourself in one of those games and just try and you know help them play a better game of dota yeah it's true all right draft role report to help ensure everyone plays the role they queued for, this update includes a role report function during the drafting and beginning minutes of the game, starting with today's update. Using this information along with some other detection mechanisms, we will be much more aggressive in punishing players who abuse the system. So if you haven't queued yet, there's a little drop-down menu under each person on your team. And if they pick a hero that is not for the role, or they're clearly like intending on griefing the game, picking juggernaut, hard support, something like that, you can report them before the game even starts. Cool. Yeah, I think I, I, my my opinion on this and smurfing and everything like that and boosting for the past year or so has honestly just been, I, I think that there needs to be more severe punishments yep. to just intimidate people away from from uh, do, doing those sorts of things. Of course, people will keep doing it, but then you hear about somebody doing it, you hear about somebody else getting punished for it, and it starts to become a, a, lot, a lot scarier. And obviously, like, the more severe the punishment, then the less people they have to even ban where it's still going to scare a lot of people as long as they know that the bans are actually happening. Like there's a balance there. Um, and I, so I, I think it's, I, I think even like banning people from valve events. Can you imagine a, if they just like banned eternal storm. envy, like, cause he was blatantly abusing the role system. If they just banned him, like, <laughs> I think, I think that would be unfair to do right now simply sure. because like it, it, you, I think you need to make the statement first where, yeah. Hey, if, if you do this, we're going to punish you in this way. And then people that do it, well, they have no excuse. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think, yeah, but I, I, I think, I think like extending it as far where if, if somebody, you know, drops the N bomb or does something like incredibly egregious in a pub or like feeds down mid while making some like racist comments or whatever, uh, which there are a lot of people in NA that pull that sort of shit, ban them from valve tournaments, period. No hope of a, a pro career. Like I, I yeah. feel like that will terrify people at the highest possible level that there, there is the highest possible level of punishment and just say, every time we detect your IP, on dota account gets banned like you're you're blacklisted from dota i i feel like that will stop the most egregious shit from happening which trickles i think down. that start i think that trickles down and i think it starts this spiral of toxicity like i think that there, there's people there's like tiers of toxicity and it's like the tier one people that are causing the tier two people to have bad games and spiral down and hit the tier three people like i i genuinely believe that if, if you if you start punishing people at the top for doing these awful things, then there's going to be a, a spiraling effect of just, of just positive stuff happening. Um, I could be wrong about that. But and that's, that's how opinion. we get democratic socialism and Dota 2. <laughs> anyway, on to the next point. 
Core and support rank. Some baseline Dota skills and knowledge are shared between the support and core roles. This is true. So having the two numbers be entirely separated didn't seem like a good idea to us, as we'd been losing valuable information about the player as well as promoting some warped incentives when you play your least used roles. As such, when you win or lose a game queued as one type of role, we'll also update the MMR of the other type by a percentage of that game's gains and losses. We'll be tweaking that ratio over time as we figure out the best balance. So maybe it will be like if you win a game as a core, uh, you get 25 MMR and you also get five support MMR or something like that. That's interesting. I I, I more like this for like the negative reasons where I, I feel like a lot of people were queuing as support because they didn't care about that MMR or they would queue as core because they didn't care about that MMR. And then they would they would not take the game seriously and they would like lose games. So I think having an incentive to actually win the game despite not queuing for your main role is good to prevent griefing. Also, people and... were de-boosting. They were like they were de-boosting their support MMR, or like they were de-boosting one of their MMRs, and then they would be an immortal player playing with like a bunch of ancient friends, and then they would pick support with like four thousand MMR, core. and they'd play core. Yeah, so right, that was complete right. bullshit. Yeah, I, I I like that. I think that's a good. I think that's a good call. All right, next tab, ban waves. This update includes a few different ban waves for bad actors. The first ban wave is to players with exceptionally low behavior scores. Shout out to Henry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we will continue to do regular ban waves for users who fall into this small percentage of the community. Users that reach this low level of behavior in the game are too big of a tax on the rest of the community and are not wanted. Thank you. Thank you. Nobody wants is, you. Nobody wants you here. That is some like very specific and and solid language. Like yes. that, dude, that is visceral. Like yes. that is that is uh oh god. I'm glad that Valve said that. Yeah, like basically just a big fuck you to these people. <laughs> and I, I agree. I completely agree. I don't understand how people have a thousand behavior score. I have no idea. I go into games and I behave like a giant man child. And the worst behavior score that I ever have in my worst possible weeks of playing the game, where I'm just hating life, totally negative, 9,000, something like that. You know, it's like I don't understand. I don't understand how people have a thousand behavior score. Like, like I said, you have to be doing some really egregious stuff. But I believe I believe that it happens. I, be just I mean, screaming at people least, every game. Like some people just do that every game. They're just screaming at people. I've I've ran into some some people in NA that I legitimately my my only the only way that I can assume that they're they're actually human is like they're on meth or something. Like <laughs> they're on some sort of incredibly hard drug where they're they're not normal because they're just they're just saying all of this shit and they're doing all, you know, picking techies, feeding down mid, like so, that, the drop of a hat, you know, no, yeah. nothing really happens. Like these people are crazy and I don't understand how they can even have accounts on the game. Like, why are they here when all they're doing is that all day long, every day for weeks? Yeah. Years. Yeah, people to be honest, years, I've run into the same people years later and they're still griefing, still using the same language. Like, that's crazy. To be honest, this may even be a healthy preventative for them. Maybe they should just stop playing Dota and this will help them to stop playing Dota because clearly... Or <laughs> even even if this is something that stops them from doing it, it's a cycle, right? Like I said, yeah. you know, when I have those bad weeks, and I know you have the bad weeks, Donnie, as well, where you're just feeling very negative, when something starts going well, you know, you go to the gym, you take a walk, and you and you chill, and you don't let it, this cycle continue, 
gets better and it gets better and it gets better. And then all of a sudden you're just positive again. And I think, I think with these people, they're still people, man. They're just at the bottom of a deep, dark pit that they're never going to get out of because they just keep, you know, it's like being quicksand. The more you struggle, the more you sink. And sometimes you just need to fucking chill and do then allow else. some something to come to your rescue or do something more structured, pull yourself out of it. And uh, I think, I think, like you said, yeah, this can definitely help in that, in that sort of regard with, with these people in particular, like make their lives better. Yeah. And toxicity is a virus. So if, if you ruin somebody else's game, there's like four or even nine people that are going to be slightly more likely to be tilted right. in the next game. So it's like, that's what just, I was saying with like the tears, like it, yeah. it, it, it trickles, it trickles down. Yeah. Okay. So the second case is where users will be banned today. Or the second case where users will be banned today is for anyone detected of violating the Steam service agreement that prevents the purchase or sale of Steam accounts. Buying accounts to get a higher or lower rank is not allowed and causes negative side effects for the play experience of others. This doesn't catch all account sales that happen, but we think that we have caught enough to take some action. We're also banning players who have been detected using exploits to gain an advantage over other players. In the coming weeks, we'll be refining the detection algorithms for these abusive behaviors and we'll begin issuing weekly bans that will go into effect without advance notice for violating accounts. Accounts that we will ban, accounts that we ban will now have the associated phone number permanently blacklisted from being able to access to ranked matchmaking. Dude, this is this is heavy. They're going ham. They are going in on account buyers and griefers and cheaters. This is uh, this is amazing. This is awesome. I'm so stoked for this. Like, I, this is the best update. I know we were saying it in the, in the last one, but this is the best update ever. Let's talk this about Smurfs amazing. then. We recognize that recently there has been an increase in Smurf accounts. We share the sentiments the community has expressed on this issue, and we consider it a high priority for us to solve as well. There isn't a single solution that can address this issue easily, but we hope that a combination of multiple different changes over time will reduce the negative impacts and frequency of it. The first change in this area is the usage of phone number verification. We found a loophole that allowed a large number of users to play ranked without a unique phone number attached. We have fixed this bug and any user that does not have their account set up correctly will be prevented from queuing until it is resolved. So you can't like, detach that. your phone number and then reattach it to another account or anything like that. I, I had no idea there was an exploit with that, but that makes sense. This will also affect accounts that have been actively playing in ranked matchmaking rather than just new accounts going forward. We're also changing the mechanism to grant ranked access. Rather than a fixed number of games, we are changing the metric to be a time-based one and increase that amount to 100 hours of playtime. Any users that have access, that have that already have access to ranked without meeting this requirement will be removed from ranked until they have played enough time. Oof. How do you feel about 100 hours of playtime? That's a pretty hefty amount of investment to play ranked in a game. Yeah, yeah, but, it is. Um, but I do know that a lot of my friends that come and and they and they start playing the game, they play like bot matches, they play like, you know, uh, they play custom lobbies and things like that to try to get into the game. I hope it includes that. That's what I, I hope. I guess the I guess the only thing is I that means it, that Smurfs would have to do that as well, which is fine because then they're still investing a hundred hours. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of, which is a pain in the ass for that would definitely dissuade people from making I mean, you, new you can't turbo i mean you could turbo through the games but it it doesn't do it it, it any doesn't matter faster than it yeah would. yeah no i think that's pretty reasonable i think maybe the amount of hours needs to be adjusted to to meet with like the amount new players are actually playing before going into ranked 
because I, I I do know that like a lot of my a lot of my friends that had started playing the game um, after ranked came out, they were playing probably a hundred hours of the game before they didn't they were scared of ranked they didn't want to go into ranked because they didn't feel like they're good enough yet so right and that, that's okay. really how it should be to be honest like ranked is this other it's like the more hardcore game and you can play all the dota you want in unranked but if you're going to come into ranked you have to know that this game is a lot more like try hard than you probably have played before yeah our general approach to Smurfs is to try to get accounts that are performing higher than expected to their correct rank faster. The first change on this axis is, is to adjust MMR by more than just plus minus 25 when we detect that a user has been clearly overperforming based on how the played heroes usually perform at a given rank. This will be an ongoing process as we get better at deciding this or detecting this, but from the data analysis we've done so far, we think that we can make some progress using this system. This change will be a, will be silent for a few days as we verify the detection mechanism is working as intended and will be enabled once that is verified. The other change we are making is how we how we calibrate the initial ranked MMR for new accounts entering ranked. Leveraging the new hours played gate we are adding for ranked access, we will be using your account's historical performance more aggressively to place you in a more accurate initial rank. In the past, we introduced a really low cap on initial rank we think that that was a mistake on our part because it caused smurfs to unnecessarily impact a large volume of games before arriving at a closer to accurate rank cool that's that's good uh, my only concern is that if the account buying stuff is not uh, dealt with then it this will definitely make it like possibly easier for boosters to boost an account uh, yes. once they've gotten past that hundred our mark, like if, if they're just being immediately put to 7k MMR, that's a really easy account to sell. So I guess this off of the, the back of uh, making sure that account buying is not a thing anymore will be amazing. But if, if account buying is still a thing, then even with the 100 hours, this seems to play into the 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 wet dream of, of a lot of these boosters. Like, oh, I can get to 7k by playing less games. Yeah, that sounds amazing. True, that's, that's but, the only concern. But they are going to have to invest a hundred hours into every account that they boost. True. So, so you can't just like make an account, run it through a bunch of bot turbo games, like really quickly overnight, and then suddenly boost yeah. the account to seven k. You have it's like a hundred hours investment, which lowers your hourly rate by a huge amount. I would love to do an interview with like an account buyer and see what they think of, or sorry, an account booster. Yeah, and see what see what they think about about this because i actually have no idea how long it takes boosters to get their account into into ranked and start ranking it up like i'm I have, I have no concept of how long. i'm pretty sure it takes them like about a month to do it but i'm not 100 percent sure on that yeah i feel like this is probably good for boosters like assuming that there was no other detection for that kind of stuff but bad for account sellers um bad for like the the people who create a new account farm farm bot games and then you know sell it that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Definitely good for boosters, though. Yeah, definitely. So I, I'd be a little careful at the highest ranks, probably, for a little bit. Uh, moving forward, we will be spending more time on the live detection of smurfing and boosting behaviors. This will hopefully allow us to put detected accounts into an aggressive recalibration, resulting in much quicker adjustment to an accurate MMR while reducing the number of games that are ruined in the process. In addition to this aggressive recalibration, we will also be detecting and banning accounts for egregious boosting or exploiting of game mechanics. So... Sounds like they will definitely take a look at whether your IP is suddenly changing to Russia for two months or two weeks or whatever, moving up several thousand MMR 
we just talked about this on stream. Like you can really easily detect when somebody is on a boosted account. It's yes. just oh, they're playing Shadow Shaman position five. You go to their profile, level one Steam account, no <laughs> friends in common with you, or no friends at all. Yeah. Uh, level fifty Dota account or level forty Dota account, and then Meepo ninety three percent win rate, seventeen win streak. Huskar ninety two percent win rate, fourteen <laughs> yeah. win streak. Yeah, like Slark or whatever, and then all of a sudden, oh, this guy's a position five now. Instead of playing on Southeast Asia, he's playing on US I mean, East. Dying twenty five times for a game. <laughs> right, that's super interesting. Uh, all right, transfer support, I guess. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read the rest of this because we're getting a little bit long in this video, and then you can just react to the rest of it together. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. So. Other thoughts. There are a few other general changes that we are not sure are needed yet or haven't been able to address yet, but are on our radar. We thought it might be a good idea to supplement this blog with information in the hope that the community conversation about it can be helpful. Number one, high MMR games. While we have, while we have some changes here that directly and indirectly improve matchmaking quality for the extremely high-end bracket, we will be closely monitoring this to see if other changes are needed. Hard support. For certain MMR brackets, queue times and game quality would be meaningfully improved if there was a bigger percentage of players queuing for hard support. Many of the subpar matches we found were the result of there not being enough players queuing for this role. We are exploring to see if any solutions can be provided, or if any solutions can be effective for incentivizing this. We also know that it is more common that you'll get hard support if you queue for all the roles, and we'd like that to eventually not be the case. Role queue abuse. As mentioned above, we will be much more aggressive in punishing players who do not play the role they've queued for. If we find that role abuse persists despite these efforts, we'll consider implementing role-specific bans that prevent a user from queuing for the abused role in future matched games if they have left low after they've left low priority. Our hope is that implementing such measures will be unnecessary as the results of our other changes. Smurfs. Dota 2 being a free-to-play game introduces a various matchmaking-related challenges introduces various matchmaking related challenges. One option we have thought of is having ranked access be a one-time entry cost, and that access can be lost for players who regularly ruin games. We may also grandfather in users we have enough data on, but we haven't gone deep on assessing the details here. Or aren't, we aren't sure if we needed this as a solution yet either. We, are, we hope that other solutions can have good effect on improving the matchmaking ecosystem. In terms of our development focus moving far forward, we are spending more of our time than usual focusing on matchmaking quality. We believe that this is the right call given how much opportunity there is to make a day-to-day -day experience better for all players. We look forward to seeing your feedback on this update and we will continue to hear, we continue to hear feedback in the following weeks for how to improve matchmaking. Final thoughts. So my quick thoughts on this are high MMR games do matter. Uh, Dota is an eSport and there's a lot of people that watch streams and a lot of streamers are high MMR players. Uh, high MMR players are also people who are playing tier one Dota, which is driving people to the game, which is making it an eSport. So if, if it wasn't an eSport, then the high MMR games maybe wouldn't matter as much, but I do believe that there are probably gonna be other changes uh, needed and I'm glad that they're gonna monitor uh, this. Although I do agree that these other changes are definitely going to make the high MMR games uh, quite a bit better. For support, I agree with what you posted on Reddit, Donnie, that people aren't really understanding that position five is actually a lot more fun than it is. So I'm not 100% sure what the solution is for that, because that's just kind of like a community attitude. 
sort of thing. Yeah, it's uh, more so. of a perception thing. It's like they they need to do like an aggressive PSA campaign about hard support being a fun role to play or something like that. I mean, we're going to continue to do our part promoting how to play hard support. Like so many of our replay reviews are hard support games and we just continue to just beat this dead horse that all you have to do to impact your games as a hard support is win the first 10 minutes of the game. And it's incredibly easy to do because so few people are good at this role. And so if you can just make a small difference in how you're playing hard support, you can have way more fun, way more impact and impact basically every single game positively because nobody else is doing it correctly. If it doesn't change in the next in the next uh, couple patches, then probably they're going to need to make the role more fun. Because if it's just not fun, it's not fun. But uh, I do believe that people are not they're playing in a way that's not really fun. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, role queue abuse uh, for that. Yeah, I think I think what they mentioned above will probably be uh, enough. I, I I don't think they're going to do role specific bans. I don't think that's a, a great solution for that anyway. I think just having the threat of uh, being banned. And I, I, I think with smurfing as well, I think just the threat of being banned for things will prevent a lot of people, will prevent the majority of people uh, from doing it and just some mechanism for for detecting it. And th I mean, there's already Steam support. If I, I think if like the detection happens and somebody's abusing role queue abuse and abusing smurfs, there just needs to be something in the Steam community where like a community manager can go in and be like, okay, this account isn't doing this. This was a false alarm. I would, I would rather there be a few false positives than, and, and then have the Steam community support fix that than to just not ban Smurfs and Roll Cube users at all. Like, I, I think, I think that's a that's a pretty good solution. So all in all, I'm just I'm super stoked with how upfront and transparent Valve is being about all of this, and I'm super stoked with the changes that they've that they've already made. Like they've made it clear that they're listening and that's amazing. I'm, I'm super happy about this update. All right, final question for you. What do you think about this potential entry cost of playing ranked? Does that make any sense? No, I don't think it's necessary. I, re I really don't. I, I, like I said, I really think like it's, it's better to detect and issue bans for smurfing and like I, I think the bans just need to go to like IP bans, just blacklist people where it's like, hey, if you're somebody who just won't fuck off when it comes to like boosting and smurfing, you're just banned. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, yeah, you know, you're getting banned way too much. Like, go do something better with your life. This is you, you keep doing this thing, keep getting caught, you know, definition of insanity or whatever. Right. So just make those people's lives a little bit better and get them out of the game that they're clearly just addicted to like abusing. Yeah, I really don't. I, I would hope that they would never put a paywall in front of rank i think that that's a, a really bad solution and hopefully we as a community don't force valve into doing something like that all right everybody thank you for tuning in uh hope you enjoyed our reaction to this new matchmaking update and um in honor of the new calibration coming on thursday check out some content in the next couple of days on how to recalibrate successfully. We've got a couple of videos already on the channel, so check those out, but we'll have some more, maybe even recapping some of those older videos and with our best tips on how to recalibrate that we've put out there in the last couple of years. Um, thanks as always, let us know what you think about the new matchmaking update in the comment section below, and we will see you in the next video here on Dota Alchemy. See you.